Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to another session. So I was supposed to have all my stuff done this week because I was originally going to edit everything, but I decided that I don't have the energy for that. So I hired a team and they're doing all my intros and outros and all the things that are required for a podcast. And it has been a week and a half of delegating delegating everything that I am just not feeling up to doing anymore. And I realized in this season of my life that there are so many things that I took on as this like obligation that I need to do this, that it is important for me to do it, or we need to save money or, you know, whatever that thing is. And I realized that it's not true. Like there were so many stories I was telling myself about what I had to do to make and create this successful growing business and, you know, have the time freedom in my life. And I realized that a lot of the stories I was telling myself were actually not supporting me to have more freedom to create and to be and to serve in my business, in my life as a mom, as a wife. And so today's episode, we're really going to be digging into if you are feeling lost in your life, it's probably because of your language. Okay, so we're really going to dig into this concept today. And this is going to be a shorter one, and this is going to be a series of probably two or three episodes really just breaking down some of these areas of life that we really seem to find ourselves very challenged by, feeling unheard, feeling unloved feeling lost, feeling like we're going to fail, you know, the fear of failure. So that's what these next four episodes are really going to be about. And I'm excited to dig into this because this is one of the fundamental pieces that I really start to work with my one-on-one clients with whenever we get into a container together. And it's about the assessment and understanding of our language. And why this is so vital and important is because in the spiritual community, there is a million different modalities and a million different ways to get to, in a way, the same thing. And so when you're going into the world of human design, you get the chart and you get so much information and it breaks down so many different aspects and elements of you. And there really is a lot of self-understanding. You get into astrology, same thing, basically a different thing with a different language, but giving you more information about you. But what happens is, is that you now become, or sorry, your life now becomes subjective to what these charts are telling you, especially if they resonate. You know, it's one thing when things like really resonate and we're like, oh man, like that's totally me. You know, like I'm a Pisces through and through. I feel the emotions of people. But when I stopped identifying myself as this incredibly emotional person, I actually started to learn a deeper level of self-control and mastery because I wasn't constantly or subconsciously constantly seeking out this validation of the emotional component that I was feeling from everyone. I was actually able to be present and neutral in conversations without feeling uh, Joan's frustration or Timmy's sadness or Janet's overwhelm. And I was able to just be myself. For example, today we went to church. We found a really beautiful church and they have such a wonderful community. And we were connected to this, this new church 
through people that we had met um, when we came to Viking. I'm not someone who just like, oh, I hope I meet people. I went into their whatever their groups were for the community and I was like, hey, you know, if anybody's interested, I'd love to hang out. And if that's you, come on over. And these beautiful families came over and, and one of them we really created such a beautiful connection with and they have a lot of similar principles and values that they really stand by in their life. And so it just is like such a beautiful match. And they introduced us to the church and so we went. And as we were sitting there and we started praying and the pastor was talking about there's been a lot of funerals lately and so we're just really asking God to look over these people and, and their, through their mourning and as they find a new way in life with these parts of them that are now no longer here with us, I started to well up with tears and my eyes and my energy and my body just got so heavy and I was ready to just break down and cry and I knew in that moment because I've been doing what I do for so long and I have the awareness and I have the tools that those emotions that I were feeling were not my own that I knew right away in asking myself is this mine or is this someone else's that there had that someone sitting in front of me had just lost someone and I felt that spirit come in I have the awareness with mediumship I could feel that spirit come in and I knew that that spirit was sitting directly in front of me next to this woman and so I knew that she had to have been someone who had who this pastor had been speaking about and so I went in and I was like wherever these emotions belong I want to free myself of them and just send them back with so much more love and gratitude and heal the heart of whoever is feeling this sorrow at this time and within a couple moments, I always say within five minutes, that should change. And it did. Within two or three minutes, I wasn't feeling like I needed to ball my eyes out. My body was light. My energy was normal, neutral. And at the end of church, we found out that in fact, the lady sitting in front of us had just lost her daughter-in-law and that the funeral was yesterday. And so in that moment, I could have been so wrapped up and attached with the fact that I'm an emotional empath and, you know, because he was talking about funerals and, you know, people passing and praying for um, refugees in Ukraine and like all the different things happening. And I could have just taken that on that I was feeling the emotions of the sorrow of what was going on. And I don't say this in this way to knock it, but what my issue is with all these other personality charts or personality tests and, and charts and all these things and if you do these types of readings this isn't against you but more so an opportunity for you to really look inward and assess you know what type of validation are you granting to your clients and can you bring something in that also teaches and empowers them to know that beyond what these charts say People can determine an entirely different persona if they so choose, right? Think of a split personality. We all have a split personality. If you are a people pleaser or have ever been, you have a split personality because around one person you're a different way and around another person you're a different way and around yourself you're a different way. So we can call these people crazy, but we all carry those aspects. You know, characters, actors, um, they all play different personas. And if they don't understand the concept of I'm playing this character, they can just as well become wrapped up in it. And it has happened many times in the past. And so where I'm going with this is that you 
are your greatest asset and no matter what information you're getting to help you to define and understand, or should say, to help you to understand who you are, it doesn't define you. Just because I'm an emotional empath that's a Pisces doesn't mean that I'm subjected to always having to feel this woman's energy in front of me. No, with the tools and the awareness, I know that that's not my job to hold that. And so I can release it and clear it and neutralize it. And then we're back to being, you know, in the same place. Happy go lucky. Here we go. Right. And I find that going back to the topic of being lost, that what how that is relevant to me sharing about this defining of who I am beyond an understanding of different astrological aspects or human design aspects of what I've been told, which absolutely are relevant. And I do resonate with a lot of them, but it doesn't mean that has to be me. You know what I mean? We often find ourselves lost, conflicted, confused. I feel so lost in the world. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what to do next. I don't know where to go. While truly all in in the meantime, you're constantly reaffirming that same mentality, that same language. So of course you're going to feel lost because you're constantly telling yourself you're feeling lost and you're constantly going to psychics and you're saying you're lost and you're constantly seeking outside validation because you feel lost. And you know, your language is speaking to the truth that you are lost. And so you're going to find more evidence of that. But if you instead decide to change your language... And instead of constantly reaffirming, reaffirming, reaffirming that you are lost, you are confused, you don't know what to do, instead start telling yourself, I am found. I am healed. I do know what to do. I tell this to my children all the time whenever they lose something and they can't find it. And I say, and they come like, I can't find it, right? Typical. I do that sometimes too. But in those moments, you have an opportunity to change the energy, to change the frequency of what you're doing and where you're at. And so if instead of saying, I can't find it, and you continuously tell yourself, I can find it, I have found it, I did find it, you're not only going to motivate yourself in another way because your energy tells a totally different story. You want to keep looking because you're telling yourself you found it. I found it, I found it, I found it. So I know that it's got to be in the next place I look. It's got to be around this corner. It's got to be behind this thing, right? So you keep going or I'm found. Oh, I am found. So for me, if I just keep saying this, it's going to open up the doors and the connections and the opportunities that give me more of the recipe of, where I'm supposed to be, who I'm supposed to be, right? We're always given the recipe. We're never given the final perfectly curated and cooked product because that would defeat the entire purpose of the journey of life. We have to be given the recipe, but we also have to be willing to look at the recipe, which means that when you're feeling lost, you very likely have all the ingredients in front of you. You're just not looking at it. And in this case, reading the recipe is the language you're speaking, right? You're constantly telling yourself that I don't have all the ingredients, but if you change the way you speak and you look at the recipe and you realize, oh, I actually have all the ingredients, your mind will start to assess and look for the evidence that you do in fact have the ingredients. It was uh, two weeks ago where I sat down with my husband and I was like, okay, I don't know how we're going to take this on. But I know in my soul that there is a mastermind container, a group container that I am meant to be a part of right now. 
And there's this one person that I've been following for many, many years and I love the way that she does everything. Her attention to detail, the way that she, you know, articulates and presents herself, how she navigates her messaging and marketing, how she shows up as a person, the way that she shares different aspects and elements of her life, especially the hardships, right? There's a lot that I really admire about how she carries herself. And I have always wanted to work with her. And she opened up this program and I sat down with my husband. I was like, okay, I really want to be a part of this. I don't know how I'm going to make this work. I don't know what this is going to look like. No idea, like literally no idea. All I know is that I want to be a part of this. And he's someone who supports me through and through in anything I want to do. Like he's like, you know, if you think that you can genuinely make this work and it's not going to compromise anything else or it might temporarily, but like, you know that there's a plan to go through this, right? You're not just signing up and then the the plan B is, oh, just, you know, you get kicked out because you don't pay. That's not an option. We don't do that because we also don't want to attract the clients who do that. Mimi, don't be so rude to Fifi. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Mimi wanted a moment on the mic. I don't know if you could hear that. But anyways, so I'm sitting with him and we're hashing it out. We're hashing out the payment details and I'm just sitting there and I'm so frustrated because I'm like, I just can't logically, like I'm not someone who's not opposed to taking risks. I've done it many times before and I really truly have no problem like stretching myself and like really stretching myself. Um, But in this case, I was like, like this is like too much of a stretch. And so when I tuned into the energy of this vision that I'm creating, which you're going to start to hear so much more over the next couple weeks as I really put more and more of this together. Um, I was sitting with this and I was like, okay, this is me coming from a trauma response. Like there's some sort of validation I'm seeking wanting to join this particular program. And one of the things that I have always been very drawn to this person with is her attention to detail. And so Phil, when we were talking about this, he's like, what are you learning in this mastermind? Like you're so conflicted. What are you learning in this mastermind? And I realized that the very thing that I really admired her for was not even any part of this. There was no structure. There was no details other than it's this many calls over this many weeks. And this is, you know, the, the basic generalized um, concept that we're going to be digging into. And when I sat with that, first in assessing my energy and realizing I'm seeking some sort of validation, and then Phil following up with that question, and then me looking into the details of it and realizing there was nothing, I was like, oh, okay. I had the awareness to really look at the entirety of the situation, both energetically and logically, and realize that this wasn't going to be a good fit for me. And I always say, if not this, something better. And originally, before I had seen this mastermind, there was another one that had popped up that really got me into the space of wanting to be in a, in a container again. I just finished a mastermind, a three-month mastermind at the beginning of February. And where I'm wanting to go and the connections I'm wanting to make and the vision that I am bringing into this world is really going to require more networking and connections and really just 
buckling down and simplifying so many of the things that I already have. And if you're someone who runs a business, you're going to start off with all the offers, doing all the things, really figuring out who you are in your service. And now that I understand who I am in my service, there is this need this need but not from desperation this need this calling this knowing that this gets to be all over the world and so for me the masterminds are really powerful because they are truly rooted in networking and so after the last one and after all the connections I made I realized that this was really really powerful so one had popped up and I was like oh I don't know even though there was such a strong call there was so much clear there's so many clear details it was perfectly outlined and then I saw this other one which was I was getting very swayed by aesthetics and when I checked in energetically and the perfect divine question came through what are you actually learning I realized that I didn't need the validation from this I didn't even need validation at all and that's what drew me to it and so the person that I had originally wanted to join the first mastermind with reached out to me and was like hey I really want to support you in this vision. I really believe in you and your work and I want to make this work for you. So let's figure this out together. Like I said, if not this, something better. And open, genuine, we made it happen. And it was just so easy. And that's something that I'm really going into this next level of my vision with is that business, connections, money, taxes, life, decisions, all of it, it really just gets to be easy. Like gone are the days where we have to continuously suffer or grind or hustle. Like to a degree, hustling is really important because one, it shows your level of determination and two, like there is a component of you actually having to work hard to get to where you want to be. We don't just get to sit on the couch with the silver tray in our hand and be like, hey, give me all the things. No, like you do have to work for it. I've spent four years with my head absolutely down working for what I have built today. And now in this level of where I get to just grow and scale and connect, yes, there's going to be work and yes, there's going to be hard work and there's going to be a whole nother level of challenges but it doesn't necessarily have to be hard, right? And so that's where the tools and the perspective come in. And I've spent the last four years developing the tools, developing the awareness, applying it through and through every day in so many different ways so that now when I say I want this to be easy, it really can be because I can sit in these decisions of, you know, what am I seeking in this? Oh, it's validation. Well, then that's not going to be for me, right? This is a trauma response going into this. And this original mastermind is not, and it feels good and it's clear and it's potent and we get to do this and then it worked out, right? And then following up with that, I had someone reach out to me and I'm going to be on a reality network series. I'm going to have my own series on a reality network it's all about spirituality and a lot of you when I posted this know it's not Gaia (laughs) at least not yet Um, but this person was someone I connected with through a the mastermind before and so it's like all these doors open up because instead of just continuously telling myself that oh I can't afford this or I'm really being stretched here I don't know how this is gonna work or I'm feeling really confused when I started to change my language 
all the doors started to open, all the awareness started to open because now my energy is seeking the solution versus fixated and focused on what I don't want. And that makes an absolute world of a difference. That is your game changer. So if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling confused, if you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get there, what I'm going to do, start telling yourself, I got there. I figured it out. I'm found. I know exactly what my next steps are. I'm so excited for this. I can't wait for this to all work out. If not this, something better. Because in every time that I have walked my clients through this same process, it has opened up their eyes to understanding that they have a choice. You have a choice whether you're going to continue to be lost or whether you're going to continue to be found or whether you're going to open up the doors to being found. And it's in your language. The way you speak, our words cast spells in our lives. So really take a moment to assess what spells am I casting, right? And that doesn't have to be some demonic thing. Language is is our intentions, If you're constantly complaining about gas and how much that costs, and if you're in Canada right now, (laughs) I feel like everywhere in the world it's the same right now. But if you're constantly complaining about it, you're not going to be able to feel gratitude that your vehicle just got filled up to take you to wherever you need to go through that day or through the next couple days, whatever that looks like. If you're complaining about the spike in groceries, you're going to make those food, that food, and you're going to put it away without gratitude. And the money that was spent, you're not going to have gratitude for that either. So you're going to be operating from a place of lack and depletion, which is naturally only going to cost you more for groceries and have less money to go buy them right? So what you speak into this world is your intention. Just like when you're journaling, just like when you're doing mantras in your head, just like when you're meditating, when you speak, it is casting the spell of your intention into this world. So change the way you speak about things. If you have someone in your life who is a pain in your butt and they just don't get it, Well, you're constantly never going to be able to see the solution of how you can help them or where is your responsibility to step back from helping them and not fixate on the fact that they're a lost cause. Nobody's a lost cause. God did not create us in his likeness because we are lost. God created us because we are found always at every moment. We just have the free will where we get to decide whether we're going to be lost or found. That's up to you. And when you go through this self-realization, what changes the game for everyone is when you realize you're an individual person. This has been one of the most mind-blowing things that I'm going to get into probably in our episode next week when I talk about being unheard, but I want to drop this in here and context it for next week because this is really what in the Destiny Moment 8-week coaching program we really dig into. And it is this, understanding that you are an individual person. So beyond the label of the coworker and the mom and the daughter and the wife and all the things, you're an individual person. And this is how a lot of people became very manipulated throughout the pandemic is because it was always about community, community, community. Basically, your health is the is up to the community or the community's health is up to you. It's not. Individual health is up to individual health because you are an individual person. And whenever there's a mass manipulation on any level or a conditioning, right, even just a conditioning, creating a condition on what you believe and think, it is based off of you being part of a collective agreement. If 
Mercury retrograde, right? There is a collective agreement that Mercury retrograde messes with everybody's technologies. I stopped listening to Mercury retrograde a long time ago and I stopped having problems with technologies because I realized that my individual power definition and choices of who I am as me, my soul self, is not up to anyone or anything and that's it. And when you understand that, when you connect to that and when you walk with that, your entire life changes because you can't avoid looking at what you're avoiding looking at and you can't ignore the fact that what you're saying is creating what you're experiencing and you're so hyper aware that it becomes so obvious why different things happen in your life and equally in those moments gives you the motivation and determination to not continue those patterns. There are so many ways to do healing and truly gone are the days where you have to go in the darkness of the shadows to sort out your demons of your past. You don't. You actually don't. And I know this is true because I've guided so many women through this experience, through this process, to know that they come out a better person not revisiting all the traumas of their past. Also, if you're going to a life coach or a spiritual teacher for that kind of work, they're not licensed to take you into um, traumas unless they are licensed to do it, right? And I think that that's something that for spiritual healers is really overlooked because you want to do the inner child healing, you want to do the shadow work because you were trained by a shaman. But it's like, there's a reason why psychologists have to be licensed to a board to be able to guide people through these thought processes. And it's because there are really dark, suppressed emotions that will come out through people and varying different degrees degrees, and not always just sitting in the chair. Sometimes a couple days after because you expand into a higher awareness and now you get to see it in your reality, right? I'm going to bring this message back because I'm going on a bit of a rant. (laughs) But where I want to go with this and just to tie up what I was saying is that you don't have to be in the depths of your traumas to overcome what you're challenged by. You just have to learn to define who you are in this moment beyond beyond all the charts and the challenges and the ideologies and the methodologies. It really is this you defining who you are in this moment. And it's hard. Because you are required to have radical honesty. I could have sat in the moment and just felt into the sorrow. The sadness is heavy. It is challenging. It is depleting. And it's easier for me to just be in that, you know, crying as this lady's energy, this spirit's energy is moving through me. But in that moment, I didn't, I did, that wasn't me. And I didn't want it to be mine. And so I sent it back to where it needed to be only to have it validated later. I could have sat in, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough of this program that I want to join with this woman. And instead I decided, you know what? It's actually not for me and that's okay. Even though her and I have gone back and forth and conversed, it doesn't mean that I'm less of a person because I chose not to sign up. It means that I honored myself and my energy. I was having a conversation. You might relate to this one and I'm going to end it off with this. I was having a conversation with someone, a complete stranger online, where I don't care who you are and where you're at in your life. 
if you're blatantly choosing just to complain, and I don't mean in the sense where like something's happening and you you truly just genuinely need like a shoulder to lean on. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who constantly through repetition and affirmation create the same experience over and over again. And so I was talking to this person online and I had made this post about how um, the root of all your challenges is your attachment to your emotions. So when you're challenged by your mother-in-law or your mother or someone in your life, it's because you're emotionally attached to them. But you also have a choice not to be. And of course, that requires training and understanding and practice to be able to detach, to set those boundaries or have those honest conversations, even to just be radically honest with yourself about what that relationship looks like moving forward in any of the sense of it. Um, But this person was saying that not always is your challenges a root of your emotions. Like basically that um, just things are out of your control. And I highly disagree with that through and through because especially when it comes to people in your life, it doesn't matter what title they carry, you're always in control of how much energy someone gets of you. You know, assuming your children are under the age of 15, right? I think that's really the only exception because you are obligated by law to take care of them, not only just as your maternal or, or paternal duty to make sure that they are safe and cared for and have their basic needs, but everyone else, the energy you give to them is your responsibility. It is, it is truly your choice how much energy you give to them. And I know that that's easier said than done. But truly, at the end of the day, that's what it always comes down to. If you take out the emotions, if you take out the titles, you have a choice. And you know you have a choice. Just like being lost. I'm lost, I'm lost, I'm lost, I'm confused, I don't know what to do. No, there's just something you're avoiding and you're not willing to look at. And your language is constantly reaffirming that these people have more control over you or more power over you or more of a clutch over you or that this circumstance is more powerful over you. And it's not. You are powerful as you are in this very moment. And that's where the destiny moment came from. It was in this massive shift within myself that I had and just looking at the results of what my clients were saying to me. I'm going to read a couple of them here and we're going to um, tie up this message for, well, for this evening because I'm usually I have these done a half a week ahead, but tonight I'm recording it right before it comes out. <laughs> um, okay, so this one. I just had a hard, much needed conversation with my husband, told him that I needed deeper connection with him. I also have uncovered that I have a fear of commitment. This is why I never go all in. I always have an out, so to speak. I'm seeing my mirrors being held up. Today has been a day of reflection. I get this vision of like a warrior breaking out of my chest, like she is ripping down the walls. I have the heart of a warrior, a peaceful warrior, but a warrior nonetheless. And with this particular client, we have really been working on her being 
empowered in her ability to decide and to be um, courageous, not confident, but courageous in expressing herself. And this is a client who has really deep, dark trauma from her adolescence, from her teenage years, and from her early 20s. But we didn't have to go in and revisit it. We did one inner child healing session where we gave her inner child a voice at whatever time in her life was coming to her consciously that was creating limitation for her right now. That was it. And we have just been constantly working on bringing in the awareness to support her and being able to realize that her challenge with her relationship was her just needing to uh, express to her partner that she needed a deeper connection. It was in her inability to show up that she realized that she feared commitment. It wasn't that she didn't have the courage to show up. It was that she feared commitment and she was focusing on the wrong thing. And so when we bring this awareness to the surface, we can now shift and change the experience, right? Your language creates your experience. Here's another one. I'm completely in my frequency and vibration. I am fully manifesting and am probably influencing energy around me. Tuned into my heart and all the consciousness. I can feel so much has shifted and changed. What I've stepped into, the relationships that I've moved past, still becoming aware of things that are falling away and things that don't serve me, more self-mastery, I think it gets easier at this point. This is a client who we have worked very deeply on a lot of religious trauma and um, childhood and adolescence and early adulthood trauma. And not because we constantly revisited the past, but because we continue to focus on the future and empowering her in her decisions in the moment. Here's one more. I'm starting to get clear visions of who I am, embracing and allowing myself on a soul level, getting into new vibrations moving forward, leaning into the physical, surrender, self-control, visualizing things and executing, dealing with problems head on, vision, psychic abilities, faith, and a complete rebirth. This is someone who has really suffered from lack of confidence, lack of courage, lack of understanding that they are imperfectly perfect as they are and hold so much potential right now to the point of where they had no idea who they were for the most part coming into our container together now walking away knowing who they are, that they are an artist, that they are powerful, that they are manifesting, that in the spiritual world, in the spiritual realms is where they create change because that's where change is created. And in the physical world, they just simply manifest because they are focused on what they want and where they're going. And the ability to visualize things and execute becomes easier because they don't have this story focused and rooted in the past, they're focused and rooted in the future, in the presence, in the power of now. And this is the momentum you will gain. And that is why I created the Destiny Moment program. Because this is the moment in your life where you define the destiny that you live out. I'm going to leave this here because I feel like that was just so powerful and needed and the last piece to really tie this all in is understand that your words cast spells in your life and just because I use the word spell doesn't mean it has to be bad whatever connotation you attach to that is based on your level of awareness because to me we speak all day 
all the time. So if what I say is creating a momentum, is creating a spell, is casting intentions, then that's good to me because I have the awareness to know that I get to be more clear and articulated with how I speak both to my husband, to my children, to my clients, to myself, all of it through and through and through and through. And this is what we dig into. So the link is in the show notes. Um, If this is calling to you, enroll because this is going to be a really powerful group of women that uplift and completely revamp on a soul level. And that's what it's about. That's what it's about. I think what's more, the most powerful thing about this is this, this isn't going to be a program where you're here to just consume and consume and consume more information. This is a program of you accessing you. And there's only three concepts that I teach. So very minimal um, teaching, so to speak. But it's about guidance. It's about reflection. It's about execution and exercises really taking you inward. So that beyond our eight weeks together, when you have a challenge pop up in your life, because such is life and challenges are a part of it, it's how we get to learn and grow and evolve, you have the awareness to go, oh, and the radical honesty to go, oh, and the accountability to say, oh, I know what to do here. And then it becomes easy, just like the decision and the opportunities that showed up when I changed the language of what I was looking at and how I was looking at my desire to move forward. You don't have to be a spiritual leader with a business wanting to start or even having one to create a life that is easy. It comes down to your words and it comes down to how you access you beyond the charts and the personality tests and all the things. So the link is in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you how this episode resonated with you. And next week, we're going to have all the new stuff up. So I'm super excited for you guys to tune in and get to hear all of what was created. It feels so good hiring people to do things. Oh my goodness, like I'm so excited for the day where I have an office and, you know, 10 to 30 employees and I just get to pay people to help me with this vision and this mission and easy, you know, just so, so good. All right. I love you guys. I will see you next week and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would so love and appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a five-star review. It helps me to get this message out into the world even more. And again, thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. It really means the world and I'm just so, so grateful to support you every Monday. Don't forget to find the magic in today.